seats. Well, good morning again, everybody. So, um, as you can see this morning, we're, if you're new to Carrick Nazarene, maybe this is your first time, we usually do things a bit different. Um, on New Year's Day, it's more of a stripped back, easygoing service. And uh, tell you, that balcony's getting popular. Like, boy, is it there, honestly. I'm going to sit up there some morning. Looks class. So, um, a wee bit more of a stripped back service, as you can see, and a bit easier. And what we're going to do this morning is a tag preach, right, where I'm going to share for a wee bit, and then a couple of members of our team, or some of our members of our ministry team, Holly and Lauren, are going to come, and they're going to share. But it's going to be on a very specific, and I think an apt topic for the first Sunday of a new year, because I want to ask you a question. Has anybody made a New Year's resolution? No? Nobody's made a New Year's resolution? Boys are there, Carrick Nazarene, come on, Right. So statistically, this is from a YouGov poll, by the way, who do like the election polls and stuff. They said that this year, 16% of people in the UK will make a New Year's resolu- resolution. And that's up from 11% last year. What do you think are some of the most common New Year's resolutions? Lose weight, get fit. Exactly, exactly. Any others? Read books, read more. That was one of them. That's on the list. One more. Learn a new hobby. Learn a new hobby. That's it. For some of you, it might be to get saved, right? So, I'm only joking. So, in all honesty, right, it's different resolutions for different people, right? Different resolutions for different people. Here's some of the other ones. Save money, spend more time with family and friends, less time in social media, take up a new hobby. That was one brand shirt there. Pursuing a new career ambition, or, and I thought this one was good, decorating or renovating part of the home. Nobody look at your partner there, because there's always John Dobb, isn't there? But do we keep our New Year's resolutions? So 31% of us keep all of our resolutions. I think that's a lie. 44% keep some, but not all. 19% don't keep any. That's usually where I find myself. And 5% don't know. How do you not know? (laughs) Who's answering the question? I don't know. How obscure is your New Year's resolution that 5% don't know? And so, church, on this first Sunday of a new year, we're going to kick off with three spiritual resolutions for Carrick Nazarene as God's people, as sons and daughters of the Most High. What could be three spiritual resolutions that we can step into in 2023, that this new year, church, can be all that God has designed it to be for you and for me. So I'm going to pray briefly, and then Holly's going to come and take us through our first resolution. Lord, as we just come to your word, Lord, we open our hearts, open our minds, and open our ears, Lord, that we may hear your voice this morning. That, Lord, we may hear your encouragement and your Father's heart toward us today. That, Lord, we would leave here having connected and encountered you. In Jesus' name, we all said, amen. Come on, Holly. Well, the fitness one, anybody downloaded my fitness pal, Strava? Anybody got it on their phone yet? I did mine last night, so we're all good. In case anybody wants to know, this is the year of the marathon. This is the year that I actually run the marathon. wanted to put that out there. This is an accountability church. We love to be accountable to one another, and this is the year that I run the marathon. But that's not my uh, spiritual New Year's resolution. So, I wonder if we can remember back, um, last year is Let Me Loose and Let Me Speak on Boxing Day online, and we spoke a bit on how we can taste and see that the Lord is good, where it comes from Psalm 34, which says this, 
taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. And as I've been thinking and reflecting over the past year, I don't know about you, but we have seen God's goodness in a number of different ways, not only in my own life, but in the life of our church, and not only through our adult services, but through our Sunday club, through youth services, through community hubs, GMC lunches, giving, I don't know, but we have seen the Lord's goodness everywhere this year in and through our church life. But I wonder this year, as we have began to see God move, as we have got a bit of a taste of his goodness, are we hungry for more? As we've had a bit of a taste, as we've maybe dipped our toe in the Lord's goodness, are we hungry for God to continually move? Are we expecting God to move in 2023? Not only for us in our own lives, but are we expecting God to move within our church? So this year, my New Year's resolution, not only for myself, but, but the you as, as my church family, is this. Are we hungry? As much as I am a foodie, and that probably goes for food as well, are we hungry for the Lord to move? Are we hungry for his presence? Are we hungry to hear God's voice? Are we hungry to see a move of God that begins in here and spills out into our community, into our streets, into our families, our schools, our workplaces, etc., etc., etc.? You see, when we become hungry, we begin to dive deeper into an intimate relationship with the Lord. We begin to desire hearing his voice over our own voice. We desire to make him known above ourselves. We begin to step into the more that God has for each and every one of us. We begin to set aside our own agenda because we know that the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords has spoken. But none of this can happen if we aren't hungry, if we aren't desiring God's heart. Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Church, are we seeking the Lord this morning with our whole hearts? Are we hungry to see the Lord move? So my question to you is this, and it's very quick as I come to close before we invite Lauren up is this it's a new year 2023 the first of january we'll have the same desire we want to love god and we want to love people but we want more hunger we want to know the lord in a deeper way we want to see him move in a brand new way in our community we want to see him move in here in a brand new way but church are we hungry so new year same desire, more hunger. And that's my New Year's resolution to you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's said it to you yet. 
hundred times. If you see me shaking this morning, I promise I'm not that nervous. I did that stupid, it's not stupid, but the sea swimming this morning and I'm absolutely freezing. Like I actually cannot get heat back. I'm not even joking, it's so bad. Um, so yeah, it's, if I'm like this. Um, this morning I wanted to talk about changing our perspective as we go into this new year. New year, new perspective. In Romans 12, verse 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want our minds to be renewed this morning. I want us to be transformed. And I'm praying big prayers. I'm getting really excited about this. I want us to leave here with a heavenly perspective. But what actually is that? Like, that sounds good. Like, oh, yeah, I have a heavenly perspective. Do you have a heavenly perspective? I have a heavenly... It sounds good. New year, new perspective. Rolls off the tongue really well. But what am I actually even talking about? I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain through David in the Bible. Before David ever knew he was going to have to face Goliath, before he even knew that was going to have to be a thing, he's described as a shepherd boy who had faith. And now, I had faith in the Lord. And now, I don't know, I'm sure it's hard enough to be in a shepherd, right? I know he had to fight lions and bears. I'm not saying that it was easy, right? But David was doing what he was meant to do. He was going about being a shepherd. And how easy is it to have faith in the Lord whenever you're just doing what you're meant to be doing? How easy is it to have faith whenever that faith isn't being tested? But then skip forward a bit, and David stood there. And it's a story you all know, but I love hearing stories again whenever just to make you think about them again. He's literally stood there looking at this giant. He's holding a few stones and he still had faith in the Lord and just knew the end of that story. Yeah, what happened? (laughs) Did David defeat Goliath? Yeah, he did. Amen. And to me, that's what a heavenly perspective is. Having a heavenly perspective is understanding, is knowing that God has done, is doing, and will do heavenly things, even whenever we're looking up at our giants. And this new year for you might be your giant. You might have real fears and anxiety about this new year, or you might be really excited. I'm quite excited. I get excited about the new year. But then in a couple of of weeks, I might be really nervous about something. But God's still there. We have that same God as David. We have that same God that defeated Goliath, and I can stand up here and I can confidently say new year, new perspective, because we have a never-changing heavenly father. We have that same God that defeated Goliath, but do you know even more than that? We got the same God that got us through last year, so of course he's going to get us through this year. And see, and I'm going to finish with this, because whenever I get off script, I, it's hard to really me back in, but <laughs> see, because we have that same never-changing heavenly father. He's not just going to get us through this year. He's going to bring joy. He's going to bring happiness. He's going to bring it all. He's going to bring faithfulness. And then whenever those hard times come, whenever those giants come up, well, God's going to be there too. In those times, he's going to bring comfort. He's going to bring restfulness. He's going to bring peace. Peace that passes all understanding. People will be like, how are you coping with that? How are you okay? And you're like, I actually don't even know. (laughs) And that's going to happen. But God's there in it all. We have a heavenly father who does heavenly things. So it only makes sense for us to have a heavenly perspective. And that's me. Thank you, Jordan. So we have fresh hunger, new perspective. Isn't that great? 
two resolutions that we can carry into a new year. And this morning, guys, I want to give you a third and final resolution that we can carry into 2023. And I think one of the best examples that we can find in Scripture for us this morning is that of the early church in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 42. It says this, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Church, our third resolution for our lives, for our faith in 2023, is to be devoted to the things of God. And you know, in the Greek there, when um, Luke is writing, Dr. Luke is writing uh, the book of Acts, the word he uses in the original Greek for the word devoted means a couple of things. It says to be steadfastly attentive, to give unremitting care to something, to persevere and not to faint, to be, con- to be constant and courageous. And it's this sense, church, of finishing what we started It's in this sense of, did you notice that the word perfection didn't appear there once? Because it's not about perfection, but it is about consistency. Being consistent and devoted to the things of God in 2023. I don't know about you, but did anybody grow up in a home where you finished what you started, right? If you made a commitment, you had to stick to it even if you didn't want to, right? So, for example, in our house, I uh, was given piano lessons when I was younger, and I hated every single moment of it, but I was made to go, why? Because you finished what you started, right? Now, I did quit in the end, and boy, I regret it, right? So, if you are learning, if you have kids, or if you're learning piano, or if you have the opportunity to learn an instrument, just carry it through, because it'll be worth it in the end. But maybe you grew up in a similar house than I did. Whether it was finishing your dinner, finishing a commitment to a sport or to an instrument, you carried it all the way through. You were called to be devoted and to be committed to what you were doing. And in so many ways, church, 2023, a new year, new hunger, new perspective. Let's take on new devotion. A sense of being committed, finishing what we started when we entered into the things of God. And in just those couple of lines of scripture, there's a couple of things there that are really specific about what our devotion may look like in 2023. Emily, if you take us to the next slide there. It's Acts 2 and verse 42. Why don't we, if you're able, why don't we read this together? You ready? They... Now, we're going to read that again like we weren't all up to 3 a.m. last night. Okay? You ready? They... Thank you. Thank you. They devoted themselves. First one there is the apostles' teaching. Church, will we live devoted to opening up the Bible corporately and personally and discovering who Jesus is and obeying his commands? To be steadfastly attentive, 
devoted to God's word. The second there is that they were, dev- they were devoted to fellowship. Church, the Christian life is not designed to be alone as we know so well, but it's designed to be done together. And the early ch- church understood that call so well that we are better together. And that may look different for each and every one of us. Maybe for some of us, devotion and fellowship may look like Sundays becoming the Lord's day again, where Sundays become our day of devotion, where we gather together consistently in the house of God, that Sundays really do become the day of the Lord. I love how scripture never once tells us that Sundays are day, Sunday's the Lord's day. And so in a new year, church, maybe for some of us, Sunday becomes that day of devotion to the Lord. Maybe for others, it may be simply just gathering together more consistently. Maybe that for you is maybe joining one of our connect groups that are launching in the next couple of weeks. Maybe it's finding a place to serve on a team or getting involved in one of our ministries like Alsanity, Come Together, Hug, Mums and Tots, or Parents and Tots. There's, There's plenty there. In other words, church, are we willing to give unremitting care to be devoted to fellowship, to be in community with one another in 2023. We're better together. Thirdly and finally, the breaking of bread and the prayer. And church, we can understand this as encountering God himself in a deeply personal way. Some of those moments we often experience, church, whether it's in communion on the first Sunday of every month, or especially at our monthly prayer and worship nights, where as we have gathered together, we have sensed the intimate presence of God. What would it look like, church, to be devoted, to be committed to seeking God's face in 2023? Now, a wee bit of a, wee bit of a team talk, okay? So last year, right? We come off the back of, of, of 2021 and a wee bit similar to this year where we're around like the 50 mark when it came to, to prayer and worship. It was fantastic. We were gathering in God's presence and then it came to January, right? And we went from 50 people to prayer and worship night to under 20 and I was like, where's the church gone, right? So this year, church, let's hit the ground running. When it comes to our devotion, when it comes to gathering for prayer and for worship, let's take up a warrior spirit to put on the armor of God and to hit the ground running in our worship, in our prayer, and in our seeking the face of God. Church, in 2023, are you ready to be devoted? Now, I might close with this, church, and if the worship team want to come up and and join me here at this point. What does devotion actually look like? Practically speaking, how could we see that in our lives in 2023? Some of you may know about the the ceiling of the roof of the Sistine Chapel in Rome. And on that ceiling is a painting done by Michelangelo. And this is it here. It's quite familiar. You may have seen it before. And it's called The Creation of Adam, right? Now, if you look closely at that painting, church, you can see a couple of things. On your left-hand side, you can see, sorry, on your right-hand side, you can see the hand of God reaching out. And on the other side, you can see Adam. Now, if you look at that closely, right, church? Look toward the depiction of God the Father there. He is reaching out with everything within him. Muscles are showing. You can see he is just reaching out. All of heaven is behind him in that painting. God is reaching out to humanity. Now, look over at Adam. What's Adam like? He's like this. Right? Look closely. Emily, if you move on to the next part of that picture. Look look at Adam's posture there. He's, He's barely making an effort. 
And church, do you know what? I don't know about you, but I experienced this in my life too. Sometimes there's moments in the year where spiritually and our devotion doesn't look like this. Looks like that, doesn't it? Where we go, here's, here's not my all, Lord. Here's, here's what's left. And church, so often so many believers, we can go into a new year with this posture toward God, just our minimum. But you know what, church? Amazing things happen. As we see God reach out to us with everything that he has, amazing things can happen when we reach right back. And church, can I encourage us today as we enter into 2023, let's take up the same posture as God the Father and to reach out to him with all that we are and all that we have in 2023. And when we do that, we'll discover that the Lord is reaching right back. Now, church, we couldn't talk on devotion and New Year's resolution without concluding that there's no point in devotion to the Lord without looking at how much he's devoted to you and me. That we could never be devoted to him unless we first experienced his devotion to us. That's why in 1 John it says this, we love because he first loved us. And so church, as we step into a new year, I hope that we would know and experience the devotion of the Lord in your life. That God is fully devoted to your situation. That he's fully devoted to your circumstance. Completely devoted to where you're at in life today, no matter what it may look like or sound like to you. No matter what your fears or insecurities are in a new year. No matter what your hopes and dreams may be for 2023. The Lord is walking with you in his Father's heart of devotion for you and for me. And so church, as we step into a new year, could I encourage us to lean on the Lord's devotion that we love because he first loved us. And church, there's no better place to revisit that devotion than at the cross. That we would step into 2023 as the forgiven people of God, as the covered people of God by his blood that we're set free and that we're adopted and loved by him. Just a couple of moments, the worship team are going to lead us in a song and, and during that communion is, is going to be served out. And can I just encourage us that during this song that we just open our hearts to the Lord, allow him to speak to you about some areas that we maybe need to be devoted again to him and also invite him to come to remind you of his devotion to you, to your life, to your family, to your circumstance. That we would leave here this morning, church, knowing that we are the devoted people of a devoted God. So why don't we stand together, if you're able, and we're gonna sing this next song together before we come to communion and celebrate the devotion, remember the sacrifice of our devoted God.